Welcome to Simple Theology for the second time, a podcast connecting theology to everyday life by examining various doctrines of the Christian faith. I'm Robert Kane. That's Robert Kane, and I'm the I'm the idiot who didn't record. <laughs> so we're recording uh, for the second time tonight. This is and, our second attempt. We were about twenty uh, minutes in. Twenty minutes into the last episode, and then I realized I had never hit uh, record, which is and a good feeling. It's a terrible feeling, and it took me like a minute to figure out what I was going to do about it. Like, am I just going to say, <laughs> "Hey, Rob," or or just like let it go and not even say a thing? Just you know, let Rob post nothing tomorrow but his own voice. Exactly. Anyway, so now we have to make the decision if we rehash everything we hashed the first time, and do you, you know, how do you do all that? But anyway, so here, here we Rob go. had a good point. We had we had, this is two years, yeah, and the first time. Thankfully, we didn't get all the way through the episode. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, we didn't have like amazing um, material. But anyway. Okay, so. All right. We, Rob, can, do, we, we can do a very, very, very quick rehash of what we did talk about, but this is going to be yeah. less, our, uh, less our organic for you guys. They deserve subpar content. So, breaking news. Ted Hey, out. by the way, Rick's Rick got Rick the has, Instagram <laughs> logins. Yeah. He's really happy. He's posted and a couple he, things. You will see a picture of our last, um, the beginning of our last episode where I took a picture of Robert yeah. and all the, all the, everything I was saying was not being recorded. Yeah. Um, so you can see the twinkle and, in my eye of how excited I am to be recording Yeah. and the potential that this episode <laughs> has. <laughs> just true. as you see that excited. twinkle, just know that it gets stolen away in about 15 minutes. That's all it took, 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. So we talked about that. We yep. talked about our home projects. I just yep. built a fence, which is an exciting which thing. Which Rick said he's going to put a picture up. Yep. Rob and, and Danielle have done a phenomenal job remodeling their kitchen. Um, hashtag Chip and Joanna Gaines. <laughs> um, what else did we cover we, in that amount of time? What did we cover? We covered what Holy Week day it is. Yeah. We're recording on Tuesday. Yeah. It's Holy Tuesday. Ask, ask me again this time. Ask me. This. Oh, Holy Tuesday, Rob. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Um, there was also, uh, Rick discovered how Black Sabbath got their name. No. So this was actually, we need to recap this in depth. I hadn't thought about this, but Rob was listing all of the names of yep. like, so I'll Holy list them again. Days. I'll list them again. We have yeah, Palm Sunday, do. Palm Sunday, Holy Monday and Holy Tuesday, Spy Righteous. Wednesday, Monday, Thursday, Monday, Thursday, um, right. Good Friday, Holy Saturday, and then mm-hmm. we're also known as Black Saturday, Black Saturday. And then there's Easter Vigil, and then there, which is the night before, and then there's Easter Day, so which also we, known as Resurrection so, Sunday, which we right, talked about. So we talked about how we prefer the term Resurrection Sunday yeah. um, instead of Easter. We think it's more clear. Yeah. But my my thought was, those who are Seventh Day Adventists, I think if it's Black Friday. It would be their Black Sabbath. No, no, not Black so Friday. Thought, You're thinking of Black of shopping. Oh, Thanksgiving, <laughs> Black Saturday, because they they celebrate their Sabbath on Saturday. Yep. Maybe that's Maybe. where Black Sabbath came from. I, I would imagine that they just it's push not. everything up one day. Maybe so, like Palm Sunday for them it would be like Palm Saturday. I could be totally it's, wrong on that. It's weird. I don't know. Resurrection Saturday. Pretty yeah. sure Jesus didn't resurrect on a Saturday. Well, he didn't. That's why we're right. Anyway, um, gathering on yeah, Sunday. So, so we're back, and we, are back. we we dug in. We figured out that I've never seen Robert's shirt before. That one he's wearing. It's a homage. Which I still don't know what's a. It's a what? Homage. Oh, you paid homage to the USA. Yep. Is that a part of your religion? Uh, yeah, totally. 
cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you're a homogenite. Nope. Yeah. So we are talking about resurrection, um, and it's obviously Holy Week. Yep. Sunday is Resurrection Sunday. Resurrection Sunday. And we Sunday, are excited. Sunday talk about <laughs> talking about <laughs> get it straight. <laughs> Come on, guys. Um, just the importance of the resurrection and how it, vital it is. Um, if you are not only a Christian, but you've just grown up in um, the Western world, which is either post-Christian culture or um, close to post, post-Christian post culture, Easter, Resurrection Sunday, Jesus coming back from the, uh, the grave, it's not a new idea, um, but we just want to shed some light on why it is so important. Yes. So before we do this, Rick, I'm going to change the order in which we were doing things a little bit because I think it might flow a little oh. bit better. So let me read Ro- this. Robbie, make it flow. Make it flow, baby. So let me read this um, uh, little note here on the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the importance of it. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is that central moment in human history that serves as the foundational doctrine of Christianity. After having truly assumed human nature and submitted to an agonizing and shameful public death, the eternal Son of God was truly raised from the dead in his glorified physical body, no longer subject to decay and death. His resurrection validates his identity as the divine Son of God, demonstrates his irrevocable victory over death and the grave, and secures both the present salvation and future physical resurrection of believers. Mm, Preach it, man. I love that last line. It's just so clear. I think you said secures the present salvation and then the ultimate resurrection of believers. Yeah, physical resurrection. it is our hope. I mean, we our hope is to shed our mortal fleshly bodies, leave the sinful world that we are um, now a part of, mm-hmm. and to spend eternity with our Savior Jesus Christ. Yeah. So wherein we will be eternally happy. Yes. All satisfied and joyful. Yeah. So it talks about um, his resurrection validates, and mm-hmm. his vi- resurrection. Um, demonstrates and his resurrection secures validating so it validates who he actually is he spent his entire earthly ministry saying that he was the son of god he was the son of man that he um, was going to die and he was going to raise again and and yeah people can say that but until it actually happens that's kind of a Mm -hmm. tall thing to believe right so him resurrecting validated what he was saying as him being the son of God and being God himself. And then it demonstrates that he has victory. He has um, acquired and achieved victory over death and the grave, over sin. Mm -hmm. And it also secures our present salvation, and it also gives us hope for a future physical resurrection. So really great definition by the Lexum. Lexum. Something, 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 something. I don't remember the whole term of it. Lexum survey of theology found in Logos. So if you guys have Logos, I'm check opening it out. my Logos right now. Check to it. Find this. Check it. Check it. Check. 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 While you do that, I've got a couple quotes as well. Quote so it. Uh, the first one is by John Piper, and let me see here. He says that the gospel is the good news that the everlasting and ever-increasing joy of the never-boring, ever-satisfying Christ is ours freely 
and eternally by faith in the sin-forgiving death and hope-giving resurrection of Jesus Christ. Mm. Johnny Pipes there. And then Jonathan Edwards, he has, I mean, this is a a long quote. I'm not going to read the whole thing because I've been reading a lot, but this is a a great um, blurb from him. But it, it essentially says, I'll read the first sentence, that the resurrection of Christ is the most joyful event that ever came to pass. The resurrection of Christ is the most joyful Mm. event that ever came to pass. Just think about that for a minute. You think about the most joyous event in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, for most people, it's their wedding day or when their first or any of their children are born. Um, You know, if you're a Steelers fan, it might be something else, probably something shallow and pointless. Um, Six Super Bowls? (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, but you think about like the things that have brought you the most joy. And every year, Resurrection Sunday comes. And, you know, if you're a Christian, you're involved in the church, you, there's palm branches, people dress up generally, and there's family get togethers usually a lot of candy. Um, you know, almost always there's the pastor says, you know, he is risen. And then all the congregation says he is risen indeed. Yeah. So like you have all these traditions and all these things that are, you know, fun or whatever, but do you stop and think, man, this is the most joyous event in throughout human history. Yeah. And, and we're celebrating it. Yeah. And like, it's convicting just thinking about it. Cause I have not, like had that perspective. I, yeah. I seek to celebrate it, enjoy it, and, and to to truly um, just dwell and just meditate on it and what it means for me and for our church. But I haven't had that thought. Like this is the most joyous. It's just a sobering mm. thought. It's a yeah. sobering thought. Thanks for sharing it. And yeah. that was Ed, Jonathan Edwards or Jonathan. Jonathan Edwards. Edwards, man. Yep. The guy knew how to turn a phrase. You know. You know he did. That has some good sermons too. But yeah, no, literally yes. the most joyous event in all of human history. And and sometimes, I mean, and I've been guilty of this um, times in my life, certainly not perfect, but we, we mm-hmm. minimize it to this event where yeah. we um, do Easter egg hunts, we um, celebrate a bunny. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I have the pet peeve right now. I'm going to share it. Some people have pet peeves, some people have pet peeves. Is this a pet Which, peeve or is this a soapbox? Or a little bit of overlap. Okay. Isn't that the same thing? Yeah, maybe this is your podcast. You can call it whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. You go. That's right. That's the kind of co-host I need. (laughs) What's that term you always say? You go, Glenn Coco. There you go. Uh, No, churches that do Easter egg hunts. And like uh, pictures with the bunny. Or even pictures of Santa. Like that's the most bogus thing. Like, hey, we're reaching people. We're trying to like assimilate and, and, you know, reach the call. I'm like, no, it's... It's the worst thing because this is solely completely about Jesus, which is the only thing these people need, and you're offering them something else. Yeah, so I mm. have felt very similarly. However, mm. I, I had told myself that I wasn't going to say that on here. Oh, well, go for it. There, I, did, I am. <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, there are, there are churches, especially um, in the Columbus area, but in, in also in the Westville area, that have done some over-the-top things for Easter and it it's catered more so to what the culture says is Easter rather than what Christians say is Easter. And, and that bums me out, but I also mm-hmm. um, try to extend as much grace as I can 
with that just not i don't know no i think I, I mean, i'm I think sitting here trying to like they love jesus but there's sure no reason my for words it. to, to yeah. be careful and not offend yeah, and, we, but I'm, i mean i'm i feel very similarly yeah it's just here's the thing like i get i totally get it you're you're trying to make a space where people feel invited it's something they know like hey this is a, a cultural tradition we hunt easter eggs yeah it's fun for kids and they're trying it's to, to meet harmless. people where they are yeah, I get all that. Yeah, but what you're doing is you're you're simply taking the 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 spotlight where it should be, and you're saying, "Hey, like, come hang out. We got Easter egg yeah. hunts." And, and it has nothing to do with with their situation with God yeah. in their heart. You know where they where they stand with Jesus, and so yeah. you're you're almost giving them a false sense of security. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of things you're doing. I don't want to get into it all because I'm just going to get angry. Yeah, and well. and I say that like there's plenty I make. As a pastor, I mean, probably way more mistakes than those guys do. Honestly, I mean that. But this one, I'm just going to call everyone out on it. Like, it's just wrong. You tell so, them. I, I just did. We, we should put a mic in front of your face and we'll let you say it that way. It's wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, I just... Yeah. It, it, because you think about, like, just going back to that statement Still that going. Jonathan Edwards say. Like, if this is the most joyous event... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't say, hey, guys, come to my wedding. Well, actually, like, I might do like 10 minutes of a wedding, but we're actually going to do a scavenger hunt and we're going to do something else. No, you don't do that at a wedding. Yeah. You have come to celebrate this couple and to partake and to observe this covenant they're entering into together and celebrate them. You know, that's what you're coming to do. You're not coming to do some other thing that might be fun for your kids. Yeah. Anyway, well, now I'm really soapboxing it. Yeah, you are. Man. I need some guardrails, Rob. I need a co-host who's going to hold some guardrails That's up for right. me and keep me on the straight and narrow. That's right. Okay. Okay. So, Rick, let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, we've already kind of covered why the resurrection is important. It did a really mm-hmm. good job in that passage there, or in that definition to say that it, what? Let me pull this up again. It, it, it validates it, Jesus' validates identity. It. As the Son of God, it demonstrates his irrevocable victory over death and the grave, and it secures both the present salvation and future physical resurrection of believers. Okay, so clearly mm-hmm. very important event. Jonathan Edwards, the, most, the resurrection the of Christ important. is the most joyful event that ever came to pass. So we've already covered the importance. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so let me ask you this. Can ask someone me. be a Christian if they deny the resurrection they say i completely believe that jesus died on the cross for my sin and all of my sins were paid for on the cross past present and future yet they deny the resurrection can they be a christian no okay now that, because, that's i mean we're, we're shooting kind just, of no it's just like really clear simple no one yep. no one's gonna argue i mean the bible is crystal clear about this yes. if you're a christian and you say that you're not a Christian. Because let me let me point out just a real basic logic here. If you're saying Jesus died for my sin, mm-hmm. you're saying he is deity. You're saying he's God. Yeah. But they're saying he's but he wasn't able to raise from the dead. So now he's not God. So he didn't die for your sin. So you're not a Christian. You're not a believer and you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's that's one way to draw that logic, which I completely agree with. Another way would be to say that if you believe that Jesus did pay for your sin, past, present, and future, on the cross. Mm-hmm. You have to go another layer deep. Why did he have to? Because there was a right. justice that needed to be met. Right. And so, 
was that justice, was that payment accepted? Because if it mm-hmm. wasn't accepted, then right. you are still dead in your sin. And the resurrection yeah. is yeah. the proof, is the evidence that it was in fact accepted. If it was not, and you do not believe that he resurrected from the dead, then you are saying that I do not believe that the payment that Jesus paid on my behalf was sufficient. It was right. not accepted by the one who needed payment. Therefore, it's, you are saying that you yeah. are still dead in your sin. Yeah, yeah. You're still uh, a payment. There's an O, yes. a, a debtness that needs to be paid. A debtness. A debt. <laughs> That's a real word. Okay, great. So we answered that. Okay. Now, yeah. let me ask you another question. And um, yeah, You have great questions. Oh, thanks, man. So I have a list here, but can mm-hmm. you name? Well, let me ask you this, even before we do that. Was Jesus the first yeah. person ever resurrected? Um, I've never heard this question before. I will say that. I would say, I think so. Think through scripture. Was Jesus the first person ever resurrected? Man. Did Jesus ever raise anybody from the dead? Did any of the prophets? Did Jesus? Yeah, Yeah. Jesus did. Okay. He raised Lazarus from the dead. Mm -hmm. And then... trying to think in the old testament i actually got a list keep thinking well hold on hold on now spur the, throw these questions on me i know you should you should have um, asked me this one because i've got it, all of it ready rob i have a question for you <laughs> now now that i don't mean to catch you off guard i know this is going to catch you off guard but um was jesus the first person to ever be resurrected oh man um Give me a second here. I just want to think through my knowledge yeah. of, of scripture. Um, well, do I know you catalog. have like everything written down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, just, just thinking through pressured. this for like five to seven seconds. Um, no, he wasn't. And um, okay. I, uh, I can I can give a couple scripture references, of course, just off the top of my head cl- here. Cl- can you close your eyes and do that, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listeners, my eyes are totally closed right now. <laughs> That's a lie. But anyways, uh, right, um, what you got? Okay, so Elisha, not Elijah, Elisha mm-hmm. raised the Shunammite son in Second Kings four eighteen through thirty seven. Um, Jesus raised the daughter of a synagogue ruler in Matthew nine, also in Mark five and Luke eight, parallel passages. Jesus raises the widow's son in Luke seven. Um, the widow of Zarephath's son is raised from the dead in First Kings seventeen. Second Kings what? The first first one, Elisha. What was that one? Oh, Second Kings four, eighteen through thirty-seven. So the widow of Zarephath's son is raised from the dead in First Kings seventeen, seventeen through twenty-four. Paul raised Eutychus from the dead, the one that he killed when he was preaching. Um, Paul was preaching in the upper room, and Eutychus was um, not uh, totally attentive and fell asleep mm-hmm. and fell out of the window and died. And Paul raised him from the dead. Peter raised Dorcas from the dead in Acts 9. Christ um, obviously raised Lazarus from the dead in John 11. Pardon? The Acts Acts 9 text. Yep, that's Peter raising Dorcas from the dead. Um, So, yeah, there are plenty of resurrection stories. Resurrections. Um, before, and there's even some after uh, Jesus. So what makes Jesus's resurrection unique? So if there have been this many resurrections prior, 
um, within the biblical narrative, and then there are some even after. Why is Jesus's resurrection such a big deal? Why don't we celebrate Lazarus's resurrection? Well, we do. Okay. Why don't we celebrate <laughs> it like we do? <laughs> April 13th of every year. That's right. That's right. I thought you knew that. Um, yeah. So, one, we know that Jesus is God. Um, and when, by atoning for our sin, he also defeated death. So, none of these people, when they were brought back to life, actually defeated death yes. and said, listen, death no longer has reign over my people. Yeah. Um, and that is essentially what Jesus has done for us. Yeah. Uh, the argument could also be said that the Old Testament and even the um, during the Gospels when Jesus uh, raises Lazarus and the other accounts there, um, that they point to the future resurrection to come with Christ. But then also Jesus's resurrection is different than all these other resurrections mm-hmm. because Jesus is resurrected to a new body, a glorified yes. body, one that is mm-hmm. no longer uh, no longer succumbs to the fallenness of the world. So Jesus, um, even though he didn't sin, he still took on flesh in a fallen world, and so therefore his body could get sick, um, and it could experience pain, and it could die, and mm-hmm. um, his new resurrected body does not experience any of those things. And so the resurrection of Jesus is a different kind of resurrection, but it also, as that definition uh, said that we read earlier, it gives us a hope of our future physical resurrection Mm -hmm. because the kind of body, Jesus is the first fruits. That's what scripture calls it. So those who are in Christ will have a similar resurrection to Jesus in a new glorified body. So for all of us who have repented of our sin, turned away from it and embraced Jesus as our Lord, as our Savior, as our treasure, um, we will experience a similar resurrection. That is one of the great hopes that we have. And Rick, I can tell this really pumps you up because you are just over there (laughs) hiding your yawn. I had a big yawn. (laughs) Listen, it's been a long day. I get up really early. We've recorded two episodes, but listeners, you're only getting one. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I just need some time to practice, baby, okay? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, and so yes. now Jesus um, lives a perfect life. Mm-hmm. He dies in our place. He is resurrected, and is that proves um, the victory that he has over sin and the victory that is attributed to all those who are in him through faith. And now he is at the right hand. He ascended up, and he's at the right hand of the Father interceding for us. And we've talked about yes. um, how he intercedes for us, but... Let me ask you this, and this uh, this episode has turned into me just asking you a lot of questions, so I hope you appreciate that. <laughs> so I wish I was better prepared. Let me just put it that way. You got way. this. So, okay, let me ask you this. How does the resurrection of Christ affect us today? Well, on a um, practical level. A lot of money is spent on Easter outfits mm. and... Um, Easter ham. That's right. You know, those kinds of things. So that, I mean, actually, practically, that's, there, it has been a focal point of um, human history for the last 2,000 years. Yeah. But in a more serious uh, way, it is our, it's our hope. Yeah. It's also the means of our salvation. So without Christ, resurrect, his resurrection, um, 
the curtain is not torn in the temple. We are still separated from God. We are still in need of a mediator, and we are dead in our sin. Yeah. Um, we're hopeless. So that is about as real and tangible and practical as it gets. Without Christ, you literally have no hope, and you will die in your sin um, and spend eternity in hell. Yeah, so let me— With Christ— Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Um, no, you, you go for it. No, you're right. Interrupt me one more time. <laughs> uh, love what you're saying. Absolutely right. Yeah, just interrupt it. Yeah, if you have more, I, I just have another question that I was getting ready to hop in on. Oh, no, I just, I think that we often can take a lot of things in Scripture and we value it, we um, cherish it in a sense, but but we don't let it sink into just how real it is you know so like yeah. an example would be if the power goes out in your house you have a very immediate issue yep. right you can't heat your house or cool your house can't see where you're going if it's dark outside um your refrigerator everything's cool or warming up your freezer things are de-thawing or thawing out there's a lot of things that are happening that very moment well with with the spiritual realm with it just doesn't feel like it's that serious. Like, well, yeah, you know, it's when when Gideon um, or, or Samson, right, when his hair was cut and it said that the Holy, the power of the Holy Spirit had left, departed from him, and he didn't know it. Right, he didn't feel this massive change. He didn't feel like, oh my gosh, I can't even see to get in the next room. Um, and as Christians, we can often live our life in the same way, like. We value scripture, but if, if we miss it for a day, we're okay. Like we value, we believe in prayer, but if we miss it for a day, like we're still going to be fine. So issues like the resurrection or even the coming of Christ, right? His advent, it's easy to say, yeah, if that didn't happen, all these things would be different. But we don't feel the weight of it. And we need to ask the Holy Spirit to help us feel the weight of it. Yeah, yeah. And there are... Um plenty of passages like we were talking earlier about how in order to be a christian you have to believe in the resurrection and um romans romans 10 9 through 10 says if you confess with your mouth jesus is lord and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead mm -hmm. you will be yeah. saved one believes with the heart, resulting in righteousness, and one confesses with the mouth, resulting in salvation. So, um, just some some biblical warrant there for uh, that statement, and and certainly never want to proof text yeah. and just throw out in one verse. So, uh, I mean, you could, Romans, it's all through Romans, but exactly the end of Romans six. Yeah, the wages of sin is death. Right, that's the that's the price that has to be paid. Mm -hmm. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. If Christ didn't die and resurrect, then the debt wasn't paid, and there's no gift, there's no hope. You're still in debt yeah. for your sin. Yep. Romans 6, 4. Um, Therefore, we were buried with him by baptism into death. Now we see this belief of the resurrection um, being applied to baptism. So it says here, Therefore, we were buried with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father— so we too may walk in newness of life. And so that's just one way that um, baptism is 
a statement that not only do we believe that Jesus died for our sin, but we also believe, which is why we are raised back up out of the water. It's not just so we can say that it's not just so that we don't die being drowned and the water isn't just to represent the washing of sin. It is yes, to represent the washing of sin and you going under the water being immersed. Um, good Baptist apologetic there, us being immersed is also symbolic of Jesus being submersed by the, the earth being buried. We are buried with Christ. And just as Christ was raised, we believe too, that we will be raised with him. So we're brought back up out of the water to show that we are raised with Christ. We have that hope that we will be. Preach it, man. Mm. I think it's, I like how you plugged in a little immersion there. Mm. Oh, it's um, biblical. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I mean, it's true. We do believe that, that that is part of the image of baptism and our resurrection with Christ. Yeah. Again, which is something that we can, it's, it can be ethereal. It's in our head, but it's not weighty enough. It's not practical. Yep. Rob, do you have any more questions for me? I feel like I'm knocking on the edge of the park, you know? I think, uh, I'm on it. Yeah. Um, sorry about that. I think that's it. Is there anything else that you want to cover on here? Oh, let's go back to Eastern egg hunts. On <laughs> was that on this fan? episode or was that on the previous one? Oh, that was this one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting yeah, all kinds of confused. I know. I know. Um, no, I think that's it, man. All right. I'm, I'm excited. Um, it's just an exciting time. It was it was a year ago, last Easter. We had our first um, kind of a Sunday gathering as, a, as our church plan. Wow. And... Um, we met Sunday morning of Easter, that Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday. And then we didn't have regular public gatherings until September. But it's kind of a, a annual thing, or not annual, but it's been a year now. So we're going to kind of celebrate that as a church plant. Um, it's going to be a lot different. Obviously, we can't be together. So yeah. it makes, like thinking about last Easter and just how special that was. I mean, it was special because it was our first time together, but just we were together yeah you know? and even now several weeks into this the coronavirus stay-at-home order all that stuff um thinking about the last time we were together like man that that was special yeah yeah amen so well here is something that we do have great hope for is that when for those of us who are in christ who have embraced mm-hmm. him as our lord our savior as um, our highest treasure we are hopeful Mm-hmm. for the resurrection That's because right. when we are resurrected we will no longer be succumbed to sickness like the coronavirus mm-hmm. um, yeah. no longer um, have bodies that break down or grow tired and um, yep. I am nursing right now a hurt shoulder and I'm looking forward to when that is <laughs> no the, I thought you are going <laughs> <laughs> go ahead Rick <laughs> completely derail us here had a fairly serious little thing going there. <laughs> what did you think I was saying? I, I, I don't know, but you said I'm nursing, and then it's <laughs> it's a it's a common term. Nursing a bum knee, nursing a hurt shoulder. Shoulder. Well, um, yeah. Anyway, oh, I'm sorry, Robert. That's okay, I man. <laughs> hey, you are recording, right? It cut out like 10 minutes ago, Stop by the way. It. Did it really? I'm going to take another picture for us. Round two. 
There you go. Dude, I don't know if we ever took it. Okay. Well, guys, um, there's That's certainly it. more that we could have said on that. Certainly more mm-hmm. than much smarter people are saying on it. But hopefully that was beneficial for you as you head into yeah. Resurrection Sunday. Um, you guys really should have listened to the first episode. That was yeah. It was a lot better. Yeah, definitely was. Okay, this is better here. You taking a picture now? Yeah, like I I usually take them like this, but then I don't know how you're supposed to take them on the Instagram. I think it's just like this because you scroll this way. So uh, this is really so good you, radio. Do you know, do you know the Rick, answer? Rick's like showing me how he's doing that, but you guys are just hearing. <laughs> I usually take them like this, but <laughs> yeah, I just right? take them like this. I usually take them horizontal. Yes. Um, But I think for Instagram pictures, shouldn't you take them uh, vertical? Yeah, no? probably. I don't know. People who follow our Instagram know that I'm not very Insta savvy. So, you know, guys, I don't even follow it till now, and I know that. <laughs> thank you for tuning in. Thank you for um, dealing with us as we went off the rails there plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we pray that Rob, we don't have rails, bro. Oh, dang it! Here we go. Let me just tell you that, man. <laughs> we need to wrap this thing so that I can edit it and get it up. So. Hey guys, we appreciate you. Um, as always, you can find us all over social media by going to hashtag Simple Theology Pod or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Simple Theology. You can go to our Instagram account, Simple Theology Pod. You can also email us at info at simpletheology.com. No. Org. Dang it. I, was, right. I felt good. You can also call and leave a message in which Rob won't listen to it for about six months, and then maybe he will. But you don't need the number for that because he doesn't listen to it. But if you did Stop. want to call, 614-233-1098. 614-233-1098. As always, you can go to our Patreon account and support us. You can go to audibletrial.com slash theology. Sign up for our free month of Audible. We get a little kickback. Win-win for everybody involved. Um, the number one thing you need to know is we love actually hearing from you. So please share, rate, Give us reviews. We appreciate you. Yeah. So shout out to those who have been shooting us emails. Um, Justin Ray uh, sent us an encouraging email. Said something about yeah. your laugh, Rick. Um, Jason Per Year went ahead and shot us a message on Instagram, and that was encouraging. He has a good topic for us to talk about. So this is good, guys. Send us more topics to talk about because um, I know we said it last week, and we're actually going to try to do it, but we are going to try to release a little bit more than just once a week. It's just a matter of what that'll look like maybe it'll be 1.5 times a week maybe it'll be twice a week i don't know we'll see the fans are loving this right now this instagram oh baby i believe it i think i I got three three likes so far i bet you did three or four it's probably proclamation church rick garmick and simple theology all like in the same photo the three accounts that you have access to yeah i don't have one for the church oh you don't not yet instagram's stupid who would ever use it (laughs) what'd you say thanks guys Peace out. Peace out.